Hey, welcome to our International Sunday. My name is Shane. I'm the associate pastor in this church. So good to see you guys here today. Do you like my outfit? Hey, hey I wish I can preach in that outfit every Sunday because it's just so comfortable. Hey? I've been living in New Zealand for 20 years. I'm from China. And now let me take you back to the early 1980s when I was in kindergarten. Okay, that was the time China just started to open doors to the world. And so people began to have more variety and entertainment in life. I remember there was a big choral event, singing competition going on in my city. So my kindergarten would perform two songs at that event. 90% of the kids were chosen to join the choir. And I was one of the 10%. <laughs> I don't know why, but I know the choir was strictly formed with 50% boys and 50% girls. They wear two different types of outfits, and we got more boys in my kindergarten. So I was excluded. I was so disappointed. But on the day of the event, probably just two hours before our performance, my teacher came to me and said, Hey, Shane, one of the kids cannot make it today. We need you. Put on the outfit right now. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment for a long, long time. So I grabbed the outfit and look at that. That's for girls. And my teacher looked at me and said, Shane, what are you waiting for? Put it on. I said, it's a girl's. Yeah, a girl is absent today. But don't worry, I will do some makeup on you. So no one's going to recognize you. I was thinking, if no one's going to recognize me, what's the point for me to join the choir? And so I put on a dress. And my, my, my teacher do some makeup on me. After that, she said, wow, Shane, no one's going to tear you out, boy, now. <laughs> hey, I'm too young, okay? I'm not sure whether I should take it as a compliment or not. But one thing for sure was that now I am included. Even that means I have to do some sacrifice. But that's okay, because I hate the feeling of being excluded. I want to be part of something greater than myself. Let me tell you, my friends, no matter where you are from, no matter who you are, today when you are here, you're part of something greater than yourselves. When you are here, you are included in this grace-filled community. 2,000 years ago, Jesus, there was one of the disciples, uh, Jesus' disciple whose name is Paul, he wrote a letter to the church in Ephesus. Ephesus was in today's Turkey. That was an international city. So people from all different cultures live in that city. So Paul wrote a letter to the people in the church. He says in Ephesus 2, verse 19, You are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people, and also members of his household. Today, when we look at that, we think that's great, that's good. But you know, 2,000 years ago, in Jesus' time, 
That concept was very hard for those Jewish Christians to accept, because they always thought God, Christ, Messiah, was belong to Jewish community exclusively. So if you want to become a follower of Christ, first of all, you have to become Jewish. So there is no way for a Chinese Christian dressed up like Bruce Lee in the church. That would never happen. I have to abandon my culture and live my life in the Jewish way, and then I might be accepted as Christian. But in Paul's another letter, written to a Greek Christian whose name is Titus, Paul says in Titus 2:11, "For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people." So, grace of God. Is for all people. The salvation is designed for all people. So no one should put a cultural filter in front of God's grace. When we include everyone, regardless of our differences, we are showing this world a big God whose grace is for all people, because God's grace transcends our differences. God's grace transcends our differences. Today, we are going to read a story about Jesus, another disciple, Peter. It's a story between Peter and the Roman centurions, the commander of a Roman army regiment, Calenius. From their story, we are going to see how God breaks down the cultural barriers between them, how God includes everyone in His grace. Let's go to Acts ten, one to two. A Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in in what was known as Italian regiment. He and all his family were devout and God fearing. So his family was very special. He was Roman, but、uh, they don't worship Roman gods. They are God fearing and devout. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. So one afternoon, an angel appeared to Cornelius and told him, "You are going to find Peter, because God wants you to hear the gospel from Peter and receive salvation for all your family." Meanwhile, God gave Peter another vision. In this vision, God showed Peter all kinds of animals. Clean and clean, and God asked Peter to eat them. That was very, very strange because that violated the Jewish law. So in Acts ten verses fourteen to fifteen, Peter says, "Surely not, Lord. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean." The voice of God spoke to him again, "Do not call anything impure that God has made clean." So the first thing we learn from here is. We must be open-minded. If we want to build a community including everyone, we must be open-minded. God's purpose was not to force Peter to eat something he doesn't like. God was challenging him to think outside the box. God was not trying to open Peter's mouth; He was trying to open Peter's mind. Hey, Peter. Don't just limit yourself within your Jewish community. 
because I have chosen you for all people. I became a full-time pastor in 2019. In 2018, in one of the afternoons, Pastor Mike had a meeting with me. We were sitting in the cafe by the big windows talking about my future ministry. Pastor Mike started this conversation by saying this, Shane, I don't need you to be a Chinese pastor. And then he turned his head, looked through the window to the apartment buildings. He said, look at those buildings. I need someone like you to reach all people. At that moment, I realized, wow, God's plan is much greater than my plan. That's exciting and challenging. My friends, today God is challenging you in the same way because His plan is much greater than your plan. God wants you to think bigger, higher, because He has chosen you to be His witness, to show all people His grace. I was excluded from the 90% of the kids, but God included me in His great plan for all people. So you better be open-minded with the great things God is going to do through you. He has a much greater plan for you, so we must be open-minded. And then, the Spirit told Peter, there are three men sent by Cornelius who are looking for him. They are at your front door, so you must follow those people. Acts 10, verse 23, then Peter invited the man into the house to, uh, as his guests. Peter invited them in. Okay, so the next action we need to take is accept differences. Accept differences. Who are those people Peter invited them? They are Romans. The Bible told us that one of them was a soldier. The other two were servants of Cornelius. So they were the entourage of the army officer. What's wrong with you, Peter? Don't you know those people, those people invaded us? Don't you know those people explored our people? Don't you know they crucified your leader? You invited them into your house as your guest. What's wrong with you? But as Peter invited them into his house, Peter's gesture was saying, I disagree with you guys on many things you did and said in my country, but today I accept you as my guest. Today I accept you regardless of our differences because I'm going to show you God's grace. So when we accept those who are different to us, we are showing people a big God whose grace is for all people. God's grace transcends our differences. And then Peter followed those men to Kalinius' place. When he met Kalinius, Kalinius, Peter said this, Acts 10, verse 29. So when I was sent for, I came without raising any objection. That's great. 
because Peter could have said no to them based on his assumption, based on his cultural bias against the Romans. But he didn't do that. And then Peter asked, may I ask why you sent for me? So the next action we should take is ask, don't assume. Ask, don't assume. When we see people who are different to us do things we don't understand, don't just assume, don't just rush into judgment against those people. In one of our um, International Sunday a few, days, a few years ago, one of my Chinese friends was eating pizza with chopsticks. I had, even I had never seen anything like that. But don't rush into judgment. Let him be himself. So friends, but sometimes we are so afraid of asking questions because we don't want to be offensive. But here's the thing. Nothing is more offensive than judging people based on our culture bias. So just ask. Jesus says in John 7, 24, he says, stop judging by mere appearance, but instead judge correctly. How to judge correctly? I, I think we should start asking questions rather than assuming. So after Peter asked the questions, Cornelius explained all the story, explained what God and the angel uh, was speaking to him. After hearing that, Peter said this, Acts 10, verse 34 to 35. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. You see, Peter understood because he listened. So the next step we need to take is learn to listen. We need to learn to listen to those who are different to us. Recently, we just started a brand new Young adults, monthly event, we called it Converts uh, and Connect. We hope to create a space for the uh, young adults in their 20s to belong, connect, and have conversations about things we might now always talk about on Sunday morning. We choose to have conversations instead of having sermons because I want to listen to them. I want to listen to the younger generation who grew up in a different culture context. So friends, how can we get to know one another if we don't want to listen to one another? How can we trust each other if we don't want to listen to each other? So when we listen to those who are different to us, we are showing people a big God whose grace is for all people. God's grace transcends our differences. So after the conversation, finally, Peter understood. Finally, he understood God's amazing grace. So in Acts 10, 48, Peter ordered that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. So the final action we need to take is Spend time together. Let's spend time together. Worship team, please come up. Jesus is calling us 
to step out our culture comfort zone, to reach out to all people. Peter understood and did it. So he spent time and built fellowship with those who are different to him. Today, we need to intentionally spend time and build fellowship with those people who are different to us. Just imagine this. If you hear someone says, hey, look at Shane. And this man, he can get along with everyone who looks like him, talks like him, and acts like him. Is that amazing? No, that's not amazing. That's normal. That's expected. Everybody can do that. Friends, I'm from China, so I cannot speak for your culture or your history. But I can tell you, China has been isolated from the world for hundreds of years until 40 years ago, finally, we opened our door to the world. 40 years ago, that was in the early 1980s when I was in kindergarten. So as I grew up, I witnessed, I witnessed how China transformed from one of the poorest country into the second biggest economy in the world. But before that, every time in history, when we encounter a foreigner, we wanted to start a fight rather than make a friend. If you don't believe what I say, just watch any one of Bruce Lee's movies, you will get it. <laughs> but I witnessed, since we opened our door, and started accepting different ideas, the whole country changed. People changed. So here's the truth. Please listen to me, my friends. When you apply the biblical truth in your life, from nation to individuals, every aspect of the society will prosper. That's not a theory. That's not ideology. That's a fact. So today, if we want our community to prosper, if we want everyone in this community to prosper, we need to be open-minded. We need to accept differences. We need to mingle together, learn from one another. That's God's purpose for our community because He wants us to show His grace to all people. And he wants us to build a community, including everyone. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your creation. We thank you for our cultural diversity. We thank you for all those beautiful people from all around the world. Today, Lord, we all come here for you. We all come here to praise you. Lord, I just pray that you will stir up our enthusiasm. You will stir up the love inside us so that we can mingle together. We can learn from one another. We can listen to one another. We can be friends with one another. My friends, if you are not Christian, if you never follow Jesus Christ, 
I encourage you today to take the step of faith to follow Jesus because God loves you. That's why you are here today. God wants you to know His plan. But the problem is, we feel God is so far away from us. Why? Because of our sin. Bible teaches us that we all have sinned and fall short of God's glory. We all fall short of God's standard. If we are honest to ourselves, we fall short of our own standards. But that's why Jesus came to us. He died for our sin on the cross. He paid all the penalty so that we can be forgiven. We can be accepted by God. And we receive the new life, the eternal life from God. So if you want to be a follower of Jesus today, all you need to do now is do a prayer in your heart after me. Let's do it together. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. I admit I'm a sinner, but today I receive you as my Savior and my Lord. I believe you paid all the penalty for my sin, and you were raised from the dead so that I can have eternal life in you. Dear Jesus, please reveal your plan. Reveal your plan to me so that I can follow you now and forever. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.